0: I'm Sherelle. I'm Taylor. And this is Drink Coffee. Talk shit. Okay. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited for this episode. From the beginning of time, I have wanted to do a listener episode. Yes. And today that's what we're doing. These stories came from you that you submitted to us that you said, yes, you can read them on the podcast. And I'm so excited. So today is ghost stories that you guys have submitted. I I did not read them. I looked at them for two seconds to copy and paste them into the email. You haven't read them yet. Or into the doc. Yes, because I wanted it to be a surprise. Oh, okay so i have not read these
1: yet either i haven't read them i assume she had read, nope.
0: read them. nope so. i wanted it to be a
1: read them <laughs> super-
0: read them <laughs> you
1: sure? i'm struggling today That's why. <laughs> i'm still like reeling from, reeling the episode from the that episode that we before. just uh did
0: it was so. a good one that would be last week in when you're watching this when you're watching it so go back and watch it mormon conspiracies it was a That's fascinating i'm trying to recover this will be a good palate cleanser yes also, my husband is home, so if you hear someone walking around out there, it's okay. not a murderer. Good. Well, <laughs> I don't know that. We assume it's for not a murderer. sure. I don't know.
1: I also assume your husband's not a murderer.
0: I assume that as well. <laughs> 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 the only way I would find out, I wouldn't be able to find out. Okay. Tell my story on a podcast. Just kidding. He's not. He's lovely. Um. Okay. Also, fire murder. Yes. Fire merch, our merch, fire. I want merch. these
1: hoodies. They're so mm-hmm. cute and spooky
0: mm-hmm. for Halloween. I love them. Shout out to our friend Melanie. She's fantastic. She drew these for us. How did you make me look like a skeleton? I mean, how did you make a skeleton look like me and Sherelle? All the things.
1: I love, love them. you. Melanie.
0: We love you, Melanie. Um, okay. Can okay. we get into it? Do you want to start? Do you
1: want me to start? Are we like taking turns reading them? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Is this is this where you want me to read? Oh, so I have three and you have three. I have three and you have three, yes. Sorry. I'm still trying to... i no, okay. out the I logistics of what's going on here. I didn't explain any of this to I just was like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Okay. Okay. This is from an anonymous listener. I was at a sleepover when I was 12 years old with a few friends. Her parents were not home, so it was just the three of us alone at this girl's house. We decided we wanted to try the Bloody Mary song in the bathroom. No! Ah. Okay. Well, immediately after, nothing happened. But after that, we decided to go on a walk down the street. What? 12 years old? Bestie. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. 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 We decided to walk down the street. When we came back, all the doors were locked. And when we tried to open them, we heard three knocks from the other side of the door. Then what? That is... That is it. That's it? That is all they gave us. Um. Did you ever try the Bloody Mary thing?
0: No. <laughs> What are you nuts? When I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I
1: consciously do not look in the mirror. I don't want to know. I, I now try not to look in the mirror as an adult, but it's probably from doing Bloody Mary in the mirror when I was a child. Did something happen? It just freaked me out. It was just scary. It was just scary. No, nothing like paranormal happened at all well in my head. But there's a really good episode
0: of American Horror Stories this season that's about Bloody Mary.
1: Fantastic.
0: It's really good. Every All the actresses in it are beautiful and amazing and incredibly talented. I was like, I want to
1: watch a whole show of this.
0: <laughs> if you're watching American Horror Stories, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, if you're not, that's fine. I'm not.
1: Also. I'm just rewatching New Girl for the seventh time. It's fine.
0: There you go. Yeah, I can't decide if I recommend it or not. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Um, This one is from one of my besties. This is from my friend Tasha. Hi, Hi Tasha. Tashi. Uh, also, I've never heard this story. Have you told me this before? Here we go. Okay. She said, When I was six, my sister, cousin, and I were in the hot tub at my grandparents' house. It was an outdoor hot tub, and from the hot tub, you could see the basketball court. Maybe 10 minutes in, I looked over and saw a lady in a beautiful white wedding gown standing on the ball court. She didn't move or go away, so I asked my sister and cousin if they saw her. Both looked over, said they saw her, and all of a sudden, the figure started floating towards us at an insane speed. Oh, my God.
1: Blah. Ah! Hate it. Oh, this is good. I'm glad it's daytime right now. I don't
0: like that. We jumped out of the hot tub as quick as we could and ran inside. To this day, I have no idea who it was, but I am certain it wasn't my imagination. Oh. I don't like that. I don't like the idea of you're, like, sitting in a hot tub, you look over, and you're, like, especially, you said you were, what, six? You were little, so you're, like... Am I imagining something? No, and here's why I extra believe it. Because children know stuff.
1: They just, like, intuitively.
0: Do your kids ever do anything spooky? Uh, well. (gasps) Send us that specifically. Please, (laughs) I'm begging you. Send us. Fill out the Google form that's about ghost stories. It'll be linked in the description. I want to know the freaky shit your kid has said to you that's like, Mommy, there's a devil in the corner or whatever. Yeah. Come play with us, Danny. There's a
1: friend in their closet. That talks to him at night your kids have said that mm, yeah that's no. <laughs> fine <laughs> it's fine i love it
0: it's fine she seems nice okay do you want to read your next one okay you okay. guys
1: these are good okay you guys are good writers okay this is from rebecca okay when i was growing up my mom ran a daycare center and as a teenager i babysat for a lot of her clients one day, a newish client who had a toddler really perked up when she heard that I was babysitting for someone else. She wanted me to come sit for her little boy and was happy to take just any weekend night that I was free, explaining that since moving away from her family, she had a really hard time finding a babysitter. And she and her husband would just love a night out together. I already don't like where this is going. It's giving me... um Yes. The- what, what what's that Have movie? You checked the children. Yeah, what's that? What is
0: that the movie? The calls coming from in from inside the house. Uh, uh, when a stranger calls. Yes. Yes. My brain was like, "Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead." <laughs> not the nope. same story. Not the same genre. Christina Applegate, <laughs>
1: love her. Here we go. Okay, okay, okay. So I get to their house on the appointed night, the mom is showing me around telling me the evening routine, and multiple times she tells me that if her son puts away all of his toys on his own, that means he is ready for dinner, and I should just get the food she has prepared for him plated while he picks up. So he's the boss. Okay. And as soon as he is done, I should take him into the kitchen and feed him. I've been there for about an hour, and sure enough, he starts putting his toys away. Okay, first of all, that's like real weird behavior for a toddler. As a mom of three children... That's that's a red flag Okay Um, I get his dinner ready Come back to the living room And wait for him To finish Putting the toys away I don't like
0: this Once
1: the last toy Is in the toy box I call him And say his food is ready But he just looks at me And then turns back To the toy box He pulls out a rubber ball Carries it over to the spot Near the wall Sits down And gently rolls the ball Into the room It gets about To the middle of the room And rolls to a stop No And then it fucking rolls Back to him (laughs) <laughs> I am frozen where I stand I don't know what do I do do I, do I grab the kid, do I grab the ball Do I run for the phone The kid giggles When the ball reaches him And then rolls it back I decided I am not touching the ball. Good good idea. Good idea. Good idea. Um, I don't really want to freak the kid out by snatching him up, but I am fully freaked out by what I am seeing. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to say to the parents. And I realize that whatever I say, my mom is going to talk to them about it Monday morning. And my mom is going to want to know why I'm home early. So if I tell my mom that I called these people back to their house because of a ghost, she'll be like, you little punk, if you didn't want to sit for them (laughs) tonight, you should have just said no.
0: They bring their kid to daycare on Monday morning and they're like, oh, hey, Rebecca? was this Rebecca? Yeah. Hey, Rebecca, we didn't bring any ghost children with us today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not called them home halfway through their movie, I will probably be grounded. So if I lie to her about why I left early, I will be caught, which would be even worse. Okay. So, this is all swirling around in my head when, after rolling the ball back and forth a dozen times, shut up. <laughs> the little boy. St- Once
0: I would be like, that's weird. Over and over. <sighs> yeet, yeet, yeet. Nope. Mm. I'm out. The little boy stands up. Leave him there. He's already got a babysitter, clearly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she just dips. The little boy stands up, puts the ball away, and walks into the kitchen. He ate everything I offered him with no fuss. Okay, this child this is child possessed. Is, yeah. <laughs> put A toddler just puts his toys away and vegetables. then eats all his food. Sus. Uh. Sus. Okay. He led me from the kitchen to his bedroom. Put on his own pajamas? This boy does not exist. This boy is is like being possessed by an adult spirit. Um, Once. <laughs> once he's changed he chose a book and walked over to his crib i put him to bed crib yes baby he's a fucking toddler okay the i put him to bed he laid down while i read to him then i sang him a few songs and he fell right asleep I spent the next several hours with my back against the living room wall, staring at the shot where the ball kept stopping. I nearly peed my pants when the front door handle jiggled, and when his parents walked in, I bounded desperately forward, like, I'm so glad you're home. The mom's smile went from happy and relaxed to brittle and desperate in an instant. Oh, how did things go, she asked. I looked at her face, and I just couldn't tell her. I was fine, I said. He was really well-behaved. Yeah, like, freakishly well-behaved. Her face is now a mask of desperate hope. Really? I'm full- oh, she was like, really? I'm fully committed now. Yes, he was an absolute sweetheart, I tell her. A couple of weeks later, she asked me to babysit again. And when I saw the same look of strained hope on her face, I was like, uh, sure. Sure. People pleaser. Rebecca. Rebecca. I ended up babysitting for them regularly for several years after that. It never happened again. And they always paid me more than twice as much as any other family did. I wonder, why. Because that is, you were
0: babysitting a children of the corn. Yes. Child.
1: That is. That is. Just the fact that. Okay. Take out the ball scenario there. It's still freaky. A toddler's just like, weird. I'm just going to put my toys away. I'll tell away. you when I'm ready for I'm dinner. I'm going to eat all your food. What? Okay. I'm going
0: to go tuck myself in. Good night. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, I guess that's good if it never happened again. Maybe he was testing the waters. He was like, if I use my powers around this lady, is she going to freak out? <laughs> is she going to freak out? No, she's she going to freak cool? out when I keep rolling this ball back and forth? What a right. weird child. Okay. Thanks, Rebecca. Okay. Okay, this one is from Leanne. When I was eight, my brother and I woke up in the middle of the night at a sleepover at my grandma's. We had heard something rustling at the end of the hallway. I Ooh. snuck up. Behind a four-foot creature that was gray and flaking like ash and had no ears, just holes. What the fuck? My brother was behind me and saw it as well. At least he said at the time. But he would have been so young and suggestible, I don't trust his story. He's like, yeah, I totally saw that. Um, I thought it was a little boy that said, I thought it was a little boy and said, hello. Hello and this thing whatever it was turned around with his red eyes looked at me and opened up an inky black hole of a mouth and started screaming in horror like i was satan oh my God! and he like floated but fled down the hallway into the bedroom that was filled with furniture i turned on the light and didn't see anything however when my grandmother looked in the next morning I said I saw a scaly, ashy hand reach from behind the furniture. I'm not making this up. It's 100% true. I still don't know what it was to this day. Scaly, ashy hand reaching up over the side of the couch. No. Ah. I'm just like imagining, I'm imagining it like at my grandma's house and it just, when you're at your grandparents' house, Mm -hmm. there's just a vibe. There's a, like you feel weird because you're like, it's comfortable, but it's also uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Do you have one
1: more? yes okay
0: i have like that one gave me the creepies
1: okay this one's anonymous okay it says mine's not really about halloween but more about living in a mortuary which kind of fits i think but yeah it's perfect you were exactly right yep okay when my husband and i were in college my husband was trying to find ways we could save money and found a job posting for someone to help at a mortuary in town he would have to help pick people up when they passed and then help at funerals and stuff. Okay. That's a very important job. It is a very important job. Not one I would do. Nope. But someone's got to do it. Um, I was super against moving there. Yeah. Okay. But the trade-off was a free room and board, so it was a hard pass. It was hard to pass up as a poor college student with a two-year-old. Yeah.
0: Did they move into the mortuary?
1: We move in. <laughs> to the mortuary. And to be honest, when when... We were in our apartment. It never felt like we lived in a mortuary. But as soon as you went out the doors of the apartment, which was above the mortuary, you knew. You'd go down the stairs and they'd have like caskets in the hallway most of the time that were empty. They were just ones shipped in for someone's funeral that they stored in the hallway till they needed to use them.
0: I'm sorry. That would freak me. To f- I don't. I'm- okay. Keep going.
1: It always freaked me out. Yeah, no shit. When I'd go downstairs, (laughs) like I always felt like someone was watching me or just it was just super creepy. Well, to earn some extra money, they needed someone to clean like at night before and after the funerals and stuff. I'd hear a noise or something. Then would fall. But no one was there and it was super creepy. One of the female morticians thought it would be fun to watch The Conjuring. Shut the fuck up. At night in the mortuary and i remember <laughs> i respect it actually I-, I remember the movie freaking the f- freaking the fuck out i remember the movie freaking the fuck out me the fuck out of me probably i'm being like super jumpy when i'd go downstairs and like had to run up my stairs and shut my door like it would protect me from whatever evil spirits were there obviously not following me but i felt like they were um super cre- creepy place to leave don't recommend it <laughs> uh yeah Oh, side note. My husband and one of the morticians used to do tours for like Mormon Boy Scout troops and they would scare them so bad. That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) Hey, let's go on an activity. We're going to go to the mortuary.
1: (laughs) It's better than like, hey, we're baking bread. We're learning how to be a good housewife. (laughs) Um, My husband would lay on an embalming table with like a sheet over it. And he'd sit up while they were walking in the room and scare the boys. I love it. Okay. They hide in the coffin room where they display the caskets and pop out of them and scare people. That seems
0: like Uh, bad juju to me.
1: Those things were pretty funny, but most of the time it was pretty creepy. And living there definitely made me change my mind on being buried. I'm getting cremated. (laughs) The female mortician was fine, but the men there were super creepy. And I just want to be turned to dust and spread somewhere else. Oh, well.
0: Uh, I just
1: yeah. ugh. ugh I got I got no words.
0: I'm sorry. Something <laughs> hangs around after you die and I just feel like you're asking for it right. when you live in a mortuary. Mm, Very brave. Yeah. I honestly don't think someone could be like, I will pay you a million dollars to live here no for way. a year. I honestly don't think I could do it. Mm-mm. I think that my psyche would just go insane. This last one is long. Okay. This person Isabel isabel is cool she gave us a whole entire story and she's a good writer um oh she also this was very nice of you gave a trigger warning mention of suicide ouija boards and the 90s oh my trigger warning trigger warning the the
1: 90s i love that it just
0: kind of encompasses all of it in one okay okay also, I'm sorry if this takes me a minute to get through. It's long and I haven't read it before, so I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that. We're like what, the- what is this? What okay. do they mean by that? Okay. This story comes down to me from my aunt. She and my uncle lived in Phoenix at the time with their five kids, a few in middle school, elementary, and preschool aged. My aunt oscillated between being active and inactive in the Mormon church, and she was relatively inactive at this time, which is why any of this happened. <gasps> One of the middle schoolers kept bugging my aunt to buy them a Ouija board because she'd used one at a sleepover and thought it was cool. What? My I aunt guess. didn't believe that it was more than the girl's imagination, so she laughed and said she would grab it if she ran into one.
1: Uh, no! No! <laughs> no!
0: Surprisingly, okay. while she was garage sailing that weekend, she spotted a faded Ouija board box sitting on a bedside table some and some other 90s bric-a-brac. You're a fun writer a um, She went up to the cellar with a box and asked how much it cost and he stared at her and said totally not ominously. Give me whatever you want. I don't even care. Take it for free. I don't want that thing around. It has freaked us out. And she went, oh great. My daughter
1: went to
0: a slumber party and thinks they're fun. The kids will have a good time with this. The kids did not have a good time with it. Isabel, this is so good. After she brought it home The kids and their neighborhood friends took it down to the basement to conjure up some spirits. She did laundry while they played, going back and forth between the laundry room and the game room, watching the planchette move across the board rapidly like a hoverboard. They told the board that their mom was here and it flashed, no, 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 then spelled out out, L-E-A-V-E. She laughed and said, one of you kids is doing that. But the kids insisted they weren't doing anything. She told them that it was their imagination and she was going to prove it by getting on the board. Oh, she got on it with her daughter Anna across the board from her and they put their fingers on the planchette. They sat there with their eyes closed and my aunt, my aunt asked, "What is Anna's best friend's nickname?" The planchette began moving. No. The planchette began to move like an air hockey table. Their eyes were still closed as it spelled out the nickname S O F A B U T T. Sofa butt. So so but. That's <laughs> funny. Everyone was freaked out. And my aunt started asking more questions. She said it wasn't a lazy spirit that just said yes or no. It spelled out words and eventually she asked who it was. It told them that it was an entity named Cody and that he had a dead sister named Emma. The same as my aunt's older middle school aged daughter. The names that chose were odd because Cody was a neighborhood kid that wasn't present at the moment, but was a member of their friend group. And the real Emma was present at the Ouija board session. I hate this. (laughs) My aunt was starting to get weirded out. Her thought was that there was some kind of energy in the board that was communicating with them, but it wasn't telling them the truth, just taking names from everyone's consciousness and making up a story around it. Cody talked about his father and gave all sorts of weird stories about how his Emma killed their other sister and went to hell for it. Cody said he was trying to find Emma and that there were other entities in the room with him. He said to be careful because he was nice, but the others were not. At some point, at some point, he started naming other entities by pulling more names out of the group and said that these other people were evil and part of the KKK and meant to harm everyone. My aunt knew it was just saying stuff to freak out the kids and be scary.
1: She's like, oh, there's actually a spirit here. There's actually a spirit here, but don't worry. It's just messing with everybody. It's just
0: tricking you. (laughs) After that first night, my aunt told my uncle about it, and all of their kids told their friends at school. Everyone came back during the week to play with the board, including the real Cody. The kids were asking it, when am I going to die? And my aunt told them, nope, they couldn't ask questions like that. They moved the board from the basement to the upstairs part of the house, and my aunt was going back and forth again, popping in on the sessions when they were asking weird questions. At some point, it quit moving when she walked into the room, and they, said, they asked why it wasn't answering, and it said, I don't like your mom. She told Cody that she was going to be there or they couldn't communicate with him. The kids were all cycling through the board, all of them hopping on and off, using it with closed eyes. The messages kept going off about evil spirits. My uncle worked from home at the time and overheard some of the goings on when he was out of his office. He pulled my aunt aside and things started to get too weird and said, you know, you may not want to be that mom that all the kids go home and say, I've been over having this big Ouija board experience with the KKK and evil spirits. Could
1: you imagine?
0: Finally, a voice of reason and my aunt went okay you're right i got caught up in the moment testing if this thing is real and this thing is real you don't understand i'll make them stop but there's weird juju power going on promise you'll do it with me after the kids are in bed she's like okay i'll tell the kids to stop but you and me we're We're doing doing it um later on kind of hot later on she went on the phone with her sister who was active and living in utah at the time active in the church um when my aunt told her about the ouija board stuff her sister got real serious and said let me tell you a story earlier i was talking on the friend with my phone
1: what (laughs) (laughs) on the phone with my friend
0: earlier i was talking on the phone with my friend renee and renee's husband got on and was telling me about his cousin who went to a party and a powerful ouija board session took place it was the same kind of thing as what's happening with you and this cousin went home after the party and started getting really weird and reclusive and living in a daze she was the one that had been on the ouija board and this spirit followed her home you're supposed to have two people on the board, but she started communicating with it by herself, and the ghost convinced her that they were in love, and he convinced her to kill herself. She committed suicide and left a note saying I'm, that she was going to be with him. What? Author's note, this sister has passed, so I can't ask her about the veracity of this claim. So the her yeah. other aunt has passed away, so she can't ask her about this thing. It,
1: like, if that was a legit story.
0: Okay. My aunt told her sister that she was going to be careful and cautious and not fall in love with any ghosts. I'm just gonna Don't make be, any just, promises. I'm have you seen be... Casper?
1: <laughs> I'm just going to continue playing with this Ouija board. But I'll not fall in love with any ghosts because I have control over that. Promise? Okay.
0: Later that night my aunt and uncle were in their bedroom getting ready for bed. <laughs> and they decided to try it out. She closed her eyes and asked, "What is my great-grandfather's name?" And the board spelled it out. O R S O N L-E-R-O-Y. Then it asked, then asked what his father's name was and he spelled out M-O-R-N-M-O-R-O-N-I. This is really hard for me. Mormon
1: names. Orson
0: Leroy and Moroni. And when she asked, both of those names flew out of her head. It was like the entity went into her brain and pulled them out. Then my uncle asked the board questions about people that he, that she had no idea about. He asked about a friend he had in college and... The thing spelled out his name. He asked how the friend died. The board spelled out T-R-A-I-N, train. And he asked questions for a little longer before having enough of it. They were both pretty freaked out by the board and put it as far away as possible in the garage. They were done with it and knew nothing good could come from the board. Yeah, now, you guys. Before they went to bed, he told her that in college, his friend got drunk one night and committed suicide by parking on a train track. She had never heard that story before. So the Ouija board told her, because she was doing it, he was asking questions, she was moving it. She was asking questions, he was moving it. So it wasn't like he was like, yeah, T-R-A-I-N.
1: Like she was, Ugh. <laughs> Okay, right before. We'll put it in the garage. No, burn that Burn shit. it. Throw if it you know, away. You're not supposed to burn it. Either. You're not supposed shit. to burn it? Throw it what away. What do we do?
0: Someone give us Throw a. Throw it in the
1: ocean. I don't know.
0: Not that I'm ever going to have. No, because then it'll be like Jumanji and then someone else will find it. Yeah. Not that I'm ever going to be near one, but if some somehow one falls into my possession, how do I get rid of it? Right before they got rid of the board, her nephew Matt came over. He was the cool older cousin the kids loved hanging out with, and he was the and this was one of the last chances to visit before he left for his mission. All of the kids were out in the backyard and someone snuck the Ouija board out while they were laying around on the trampoline. My aunt doesn't know the full story and my cousins won't tell me, but they came back into the house white as ghosts. When Matt got on the board, the entities started to say scary, horrible things. They were messengers of Satan, and they were going to kill Matt and take him to hell to keep him from going on a mission. Oh. Mm -hmm. Um, It finally freaked the kids out so much that they didn't want anything more to do with the board. Oh, that was the final
1: straw. Maybe the ghost was like (laughs) anti-colonization. Crazy. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So finally my aunt and uncle separated the board. I thought you were gonna say your aunt and uncle separated it. I almost separated? was heartbroken. <laughs> Over a board. Okay, okay, okay. The next thing she knew, my uncle No, sorry. Finally my aunt and uncle separated the board, planchette, and box, and dumped them in three different dumpsters throughout the city and hoped there were no entities hanging around the house. Smart. The next thing she knew, my uncle called her into the garage. What? Sitting next to the door that went into the house was a Ouija board. No! I know. <laughs> oh my Okay. They freaked out. They just dismantled the board and strewn it around the city, and now it was back? So
1: it is like Jumanji.
0: I told you! You can't.
1: Don't ever get one. Don't do it. Okay.
0: And then she realized that her brother had put it there as a prank. Okay, go. Okay. Because he said he wanted to try the board out, and she told him they'd already got rid of it, so he bought a new one to play with.
1: Okay. I'm seriously,
0: if I got rid of a Ouija board and someone put one there as a prank... I would lose my mind. Shit
1: my pants. I
0: would burn the house down. I'd be like, Well, that's it. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. When the kids went to bed, my aunt and uncle went into their bedroom and tried the new board. You guys come Come on. This one's not gonna be haunted. Okay. It wasn't as active as the old one. It didn't spell out words or talk about the KKK or (sighs) mention Cody at all. But it but she came to the conclusion that whatever Cody was, it was attached to the old board and it was gone. Okay. The last line of this just says hopefully
1: hopefully oh my god i can't i that I would was never
0: i would a never. wild ride isabel that was an incredible story you're a beautiful writer that <laughs> was you. fun thank you for sending that um oh ah! i feel like i need to oh we're all geared up for halloween now yep you guys that was fun okay. i liked that Sherelle, that was fun that was um awesome. The link is going to still be available. Send us your stories, because I would like to do one more. Maybe yes. two if you send us enough. I would like to do another one of these before Halloween.
1: Spooky stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That was horrifying.
1: Was, <laughs> I'm, like, sweating. I mean, I'm already sweating, because it's like, we decided oh, to wear our hoodies. We were like, let's wear our
0: hoodies. It's 85 degrees today. <laughs> I don't care. It's I don't September. Care. It's fall. <sighs>
1: We had a couple cool days last week. It tricked me. I, I was so excited. And, like, and even the forecast was, like, feel like, 60s. I have, and I was like, it's summer again.
0: I have blue balls for fall weather. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Absolutely. It was headed in that
0: direction and then nothing.
1: So we have our hoodies on, but then we have, like, Spanx. Shorts.
0: <laughs> Bike shorts for days. Okay. Okay. Send us all your scary shit. That was so fun. Yes. Eee! I hope you liked this episode. Uh... Do all the things. Subscribe. Follow us. Leave a nice comment. Yes. Buy, buy a hoodie. Buy a hoodie. Matcha. So we can match yours. Uh, 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 and then hopefully by the time it gets to you, it'll be cool enough to wear it.
1: It'll be cool. And we won't have to do iced coffee and tea. Oh, I am iced coffee y- all year Y'all around. year, Yeah. All right,
0: all right. It could be snowing sideways and I'm going to be like, I'll take a forever. <laughs> Hot coffee hurts my tum tum. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> On Lady Gaga's green earth, nothing is going to attack my body spiritually.
1: In the name of Taylor Swift, amen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who's the third? We need the Holy Trinity. Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, and... Beyonce? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They'll protect us.